All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 392 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. Hey, look, it's us. We're back. It's the gang. Everyone's in their proper seats, so we got Lonnie St. Louis Kiss, Marcus Hooray! Almighty Mark, and Greetings. the mighty voice of reason, Ken. Hello. So, thank you for joining us. It is, of course, the 20th of January, which means it's Paul Stanley Day. Happy birthday, Paul. Hope you have a great day. 70 years old. I didn't think we'd still be rocking and rolling at 70. Uh, and I just hit my 5-0, so time is flying by. Um, Mark's about to birth something of his own tomorrow. It is the release <laughs> of Project Gemini's in the year 3073, book three. It's a fantastic album. Um, I had the opportunity, obviously, to hear it. But Mark, tell us what's going on. So tomorrow is the official release. Uh, comes out digitally tomorrow on Bandcamp, but the pre-order for the CDs will start tomorrow as well. Uh, thankfully, in this industry that is so overwhelmed with uh, orders, as far as vinyl goes, CD has not been affected too badly. The only thing I found out today from my supplier dude is that they have a little bit of a backup on the trays that the CDs get placed in, like those plastics, they're a little bit behind on production of that. But other than that, it's a couple of weeks and the CD gets turned around. So uh, not nothing too much to worry about with that. Uh, the vinyl, I was told, is about six and a half months wait for them. So of course, you know, well, I'll get the pre-order started like almost immediately for that as well, because it's going to be a long wait anyway. So I might as well get your order in now. And same with the picture disc is going to be a little bit of a wait, not as long as the vinyl, but it's still going to be a, a bit of a wait. But I will be putting up a video this evening with all the pricing, all the shipping costs and all that stuff that you need to know and how to order. It's going to be very simple. It always is. But just a quick video for you guys to check out. And then, you know, we'll take it from there and it'll go live tomorrow, Friday, the 21st. And there's uh, going to be a, a release party of the album on the Check It Out podcast on progrock.com uh, from one o'clock, well, two o'clock Eastern time till about five. He'll be playing the whole album in between other stuff like, you know, Dream Theater and Rush and Steve Hackett and other kind of prog stuff. So if you want to check out the album early, then you might want to go check that out on Check it out on progrock.com. Very cool. Well, best of luck with that. Been a been a great adventure. Three parts of the story, mm. and here you are at the final chapter. Um, Lonnie and Mark, since you guys haven't been around for a little bit, and Ken did a sh and I did a show last week, I wanted to get your guys's take on the latest announcement mm -hmm. off the soundboard. Um, you know, now we've got the whole crew here. <laughs> What's your take on that? The format, green vinyl, and whatnot. It, of course, being Virginia Beach 2004. Lonnie. Well, being green vinyl, I was super excited about being green vinyl. That's the first one. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, I I was extremely let down. I mean, I ha I mean, I I have that show in in great quality, and I think a lot of the Kiss fans that are in the market for it and off the soundboard album also have that show in great quality so and not not only that but then that it's an eric and tommy lineup which okay yeah it's been it's been the line it's been that lineup since 2002 well 2004 i guess because 2003 tour but yeah you know what i mean i mean it's been that lineup for a long time we, we've gotten live releases from this lineup you know kiss rocks vegas we've gotten things like that you know i off the soundboard to me, I mean, what they released for the first one was the Ace and Eric show. I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know? Um, but this just seems lazy, for the lack of better terms. I mean, we, we have, most most collectors have the show in great quality. I mean, they, they, they were doing those instant lives for every show at the time. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 was, I was hoping that maybe they'd start with the Eric and 
A's lineup and like gradually work their way backwards, not move forward. I mean, what what are we? What are, what's what's the third one going to be? A show from two thousand nine? I I don't know. I I I think it, I think it's lazy. I think it, I guess it's I think it's a, a a slap in the face to the fans that, that we're doing this. I I have not pre-ordered it, and I've pre-ordered like all these things, and and I'll probably end up getting them. But I I. But for the other ones, though, like like even like the rock the rock and roll over and the other stuff that came out a few few months ago. Well, let us buy it a few months ago. We haven't gotten it. Um, you know, I was I was quick to I was quick to pre-order. Like, oh yeah, I want that. And off the soundboard when that came out last year too, I was like, I was quick to you know I, I went on a CD. I want the vinyl. Yeah, this is cool. I want this. This I was just like, I, I was really really let down at this point. So, Mark, what what are your thoughts? Honestly, I, I, I think you make some excellent points and I echo a lot of them. Uh, the whole thing that kind of bothered me about it was that I thought, okay, they came out with the Ace and Eric, which was which is, and I told Julian this, this is one of my favorite lineups of the band. I really loved it when Eric Singer was with Ace and those guys. I thought that Eric Singer gave them that sort of solidity that they needed with having Ace in there. It was like a good combination of like yin and yang in there. One really ultra tight guy and one kind of loose guy and it really made for a great sounding show i really love that show and i play it a lot i have it on vinyl too i bought it right away when it came out uh but when this came out i was a little bit surprised at first and a little bit disappointed i mean like you said it's a lineup that you know not the most popular lineup granted but still they're a great lineup they do great stuff i mean julian did make a good point that this show is a and tour was pretty important to show that this lineup can do anything and play anything from any era, which I think is important to kind of showcase. But I, I will, I'll be honest, I was keeping my fingers crossed for an Eric Carr show, something good from that era, something from Creatures or something from Lick It Up, you know, something, a soundboard from that era. I thought that it's long overdue that Eric Carr gets his due in this band, you know, as far as a live show goes. And I was really hoping it was going to be that. And it wasn't that. And I really hope that eventually they get to, you know, through the red tape or whatever it is that's preventing them from doing this, because it certainly isn't the fans that don't want it. I hear people all the time or read people all the time saying, hey, what's going on with an Eric Carr release from this series? You know, there's got to be something, you know. So, uh, you know, look, who knows what's going on behind the scenes? But they've got to be hearing and reading these comments from people, you know, that people aren't exactly overjoyed with this next choice of a you know off you know soundboard series stuff and i haven't ordered it either and the main reason why i haven't ordered is because my local sunrise records got the first one in their cd and vinyl so i'm pretty sure they're going to be getting this next one in there and i'll just if i want it i'll grab it there and personally kiss online has really cheesed me off lately with their whole service and stuff so i'm not buying from them again period so word yeah so again it it is what it is for now you know talking about obscure lineups i i would dig a soundboard from the world domination tour um, sure because that's another oddity of a lineup which tommy with peter um as well so and and it's also shorter i mean i think that's a 75 minute set so more in Mm -hmm. the traditional you know 70s kiss kiss show length see if i can get that out in in one go but maybe for japan they've already got theirs listed up on cd japan no ideas of a bonus yet but i'm wondering if they'll do a mini rock the nation tour book to go in there as like they did the live worldwide or not the the farewell tour pardon me Mm -hmm. uh, mini tour book in the last one so it'll be interesting to see i again i said everything i've got to say on the topic in in the last episode um i'm happy that we've got new releases all right so today's episode's all about one question one important question and it's the most interesting thread i've seen on the board on in a long time in fact i think it was bumped um is peter chris's 1978 solo album yacht rock <laughs> i'm totally kidding Bull- <laughs> screw that yeah, so. we're gonna we're, we're gonna do some random topics here can start us off with something uh okay um did you want to do that um Chikara and Smash's thing, or well, I'm asking you, so you're the boss. Right? You want to do? Yeah, you're, you're, you're supposed to pick. Oh, only one okay. person can drive with car at a time, or else it's going to crash. 
Oh, you've so got the wheel. The car. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> okay. So, all right. Uh, here's here's a topic. Um, so, in the <laughs> mid '80s, uh, mid to late '80s, uh, mm-hmm. Kiss released a couple of uh, compilations, and one was uh, Kiss uh, Chikara, um, which was actually a CD-only release from uh, Japan, and uh, the other one was, you know, Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits, um, which uh, was, you know, worldwide, but it had an extra track in, I believe, England or Europe. Yeah, yeah. As my, oh, yeah, I can, well, I can show you that. Because, I, I mean, here's the, the kiss. Is that real? This is real. This is signed right. by Bruce, by the way. Does, Ooh, it, the does it have the patch? I do have the, it's not in, in it, but I do have the patch. So I got it. I got it originally uh, when uh, it came with the patch. You know, ordered it way, way back um, in the eighties. Nicotine um, patch or yeah, what kind of patch? Shikara Sh- symbol. This, Shikara this patch symbol... was limited to a hundred thousand copies. No. Yeah, it was a hundred thousand. Well, that's a lot today, right? Uh, today's world. Um, that one, and then, um, well, you know, I might as well show you this before we get into it. Um, there is a couple of things, uh, and on the vinyl that you mentioned, uh, Mark, is they have the, the double vinyl, mm-hmm. which has the, um, you know, the gatefold. Yeah, that's the 20 years, like 15 years of Kiss or something at the bottom, it says. Yeah, well, actually not double vinyl, but it's actually a, sorry, picture not very good. So it's a picture disc version, and that's what this is. Um, I still the sleeve but has that and then it has the kind of the old you know picture kiss. OG OG picture kiss so so that's so that's that one um throw that down on the floor <laughs> and then the other one this one is the regular one and this is a, pr- a promotional copy of it but this one is kind of special I opened it today I forgot it w- what was in it um, they did have the you know the lyrics and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff, but this one, uh, I can't. I guess I bought it this way, but it's a promotional copy. It came with the uh, some press. Oh, nice! Uh, oh, very this cool. one, this one, and and that. Nice. That's always. Uh, nice. And plus, and plus the. <laughs> The sheet, the well, red. one page, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the, you not. basically got the press kit. I guess it's mm. the press kit for Smashes and Thrashes and yeah, in here. So oh, thought, hey, wow, I forgot I had it um, until I looked <laughs> at it today. So anyway, so uh, the question is, you know, what one is, does a better job, you know, honoring the Kiss's 15th anniversary and. Uh, you know, w- would you have done, you know, something different um, in mm-hmm. in 1988 hmm. for these two albums? Would you, you know, change well, the songs or mixes and all that stuff? Uh, honestly, I mean, I I haven't really heard Shikara. Like, I don't have a copy of it to be honest. <clears throat> but after looking through the track listings of both of them. I mean, I have Smashes, Thrashes, obviously, and the one thing about Smashes, Thrashes that bothers me is some of the remixes are just like, ugh, I don't like some of the remixes that they did of the old songs. Like, the drums just sound really odd in some of those songs. But uh, I find that the Shikara stuff is really heavy on the 80s stuff. Like, really heavy. I mean, like, you got, you got like, Creatures of the Night, I Love It Loud, War Machine, Lick It Up, All Hell's Breaking Loose, Heaven's on Fire, Thrills in the Night, Who Wants to Be Lonely, Uh All Night, Tears Are Falling. That's all 80s, like, that's almost awfully just two or three records that, you know, that's not really a representation of their whole career. I mean, the only thing that they have, excuse me, that's old on here is Rock and Roll Night, Detroit Rock City, Love Gun, and I Was Made for Loving You. That's hardly a representation of their whole career. So on that basis... I would say that Smashes Thrashes is a better representation of their whole career. Which one would I probably prefer to listen to? I would say probably Shikara because I, like I said, I don't like the remixes they did. You know, uh, Let's Put the X in Sex is, you know, laughable as is rock hard. And, you know, so I, I just think that, you know, overall, I think the other 
one is much better. All right. Well, well Lonnie, what, what are your thoughts on that? You know, um, Mark has Mark has some excellent points that, you know, Shakara is, is very 80s heavy, obviously, with only a few nods to the 70s. <laughs> I prefer smashes as well. Yeah, the, those mixes aren't the best mixes of those songs. But for me, um, it was the first time I had heard some of these songs is when Smashes came out. My brother got a uh, an audio cassette of Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits, and that was, I mean, it came out in 88, so I'm about eight, nine years old when Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits comes out. So it's, oh, you know, it, it's probably the first version of, of Deuce I ever heard was on Smashes. So, you know, just like, you know, like you guys have mentioned before, like, well, the version on, and I think like Andrew, when Andrew's been on the show, he said, well, this version of this song is my version that I heard on Double Platinum for the first time, because that's like the first greatest hits album that you bought. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing? You're getting into a band, you buy a greatest hits album. So for me, it, it's definitely Smashes. I mean, I, I Smashes is kind of partial to me for that reason, that it's it's the first place I heard, you know, not, not shouted out loud, because we had, we, you know, we had Destroyer, we had, you know, um, Creatures of the Night, we had some other stuff too. But it's the first place I had heard a lot of the, a lot of these classic tunes like calling dr love that, that's my version of calling dr love is what's on smashes my my version yeah. as a kid is what's on smashes so um for me it's definitely that yeah there there's let's put the accent section you make me rock hard and say what you want about those songs it's 1988 and they were chasing trends and you know so that, that's what was popular and i mean just look at those videos i mean they totally blend in what was popular in 1988 mm-hmm. so for me, it is Smashes, one, because it's my version of a lot of those songs, but two, because, like Mark said, it's, it's a better representation of what the band was all about. You have the two brand new songs. You have the classic stuff with Deuce and Strutter and, and Love Gun, and, but, and you have the, you know, Tears Are Falling. You have a, 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 a more of a wide scope of what the band's all about. All right. All right. So I, Julian, I gotta, what do you... I got a comment now. Uh, to, there, it's apples and oranges to me. You know, mm-hmm. the the Japanese Shikara came out. I think that was May, nineteen eighty eight, soon after the Japan tour. So it's almost more commemorative for the Japan tour than it is a right. compilation celebrating anything. And that it was restricted to a single country as well, um, you know, makes it a unique item. So I don't think it... It celebrates the 80s up to that point mm-hmm. far more than anything else. So from that perspective, it's very cool and and all that. But I think Smashes, again, like Lonnie's saying, that these are the versions that many fans will have become familiar with for the same reason that you know many of us had the same with double platinum i'm also affected by the uk version being the version that i got which is is really weird because obviously that had crazy nights and reason to live on it in place of deuce and uh calling dr love i think were, were replaced by those so for me, Smashes does an okay job of celebrating it. It was all the rage to record new songs. And, yeah, you know what? I'm living in Singapore at the time. I get the vinyl, which oddly is American. Um, I played the shit out of it. I am guilty of playing the living daylights out of Let's Put the X. And don't forget, I didn't see the videos for many years until afterwards. So I never saw Paul Stanley swimming, swinging on the trapeze in the You Make Me Rock Hard video or the whips at the beginning of it, the extended whip mix that was used on that. Um, I never got to see all the glory of the X video. Um, mm-hmm. And it's abominable dire uh, actually that's not as bad really uh, but the song is cheese without a doubt um but but i i did like the song so you know what the one that has a better mix of songs from the catalog makes the better compilation as a 15th anniversary celebration and i think that shikara is not a celebration whereas smashes at least tries to be even though they ruined a lot of those songs trying to update the drum sound or the sonics mm. and trying to make it more modern um complete brutalization 
But that mix of Deuce on there it confused me for years. I was like, this is a different version of Deuce because it had a longer fade out. You were hearing more of it. Um, but but there you go. Yeah. Well, for me, <laughs> I, I, I just wish they would have done something different. Um, for me, you know, yes, we still had double platinum was out there. Uh, I guess the 15th, the Smashes thing is, is like a 15th compilation the, like you said the other one is from japan is is a cool. celebration it's cool it's from the for the tour you know promote kiss um i would have rather had a totally different thing i would have had i would have liked to have had everything after after double platinum basically those songs uh on here <clears throat> on everything uh, um and double platinum too or or call <laughs> triple platinum um Ooh. you know yeah. <laughs> so and, and yeah, the pro the problem with Smashes is, you know, they neutered Deuce, they sped up Love Gun, uh, they had the crappy mix for I Love It Loud, um, and and stuff like that. Uh, where and then yeah, the two new songs were not needed. So in my opinion, um, I always liked Chikara. I, I like that. I mean, they, they, to me, they didn't even need to put the, the, uh, three older songs on that. They could have put three newer songs in addition. Um, instead, I mean, so, yeah, I was made for loving you was the long extended disco version, which was cool at the time. It was like, oh, I only had it on the you know the twelve inch single. On vinyl uh, before that it's oh it's finally on you know cd you know digital so that was great um but it had you know a good three songs from creatures you know creatures of the night i love it loud and war machine um creatures of the night and war machine are not on smashes you know you're, so you're missing out on that stuff um let's look it up and all hell's breaking loose well, it has to lick it up, but where's all hell's breaking loose? That's not on smashes either. So, and and, and going on to you know, uh, heaven's on fire and thrills in the night. You got one of them, and then who wants to be lonely all, all night and tears are all, three from Asylum, Machikara, yeah. you know. So clearly so. It's superior, three from Asylum, <laughs> right, Mark? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, three on creatures, three on this item, and then two on the look it up and uh, animalize. But anyway, I, I don't know. I think they could have done something different. I, I don't know what they're trying to do at that point uh, with with this album. Uh, it's, it's, actually, I'm surprised how how well it sold. Don't really, it, yeah, it, it sold great. Um, I, I'm just surprised by it. I I listened to it a couple times, and and then the Beth thing. Oh, I thought no... I thought we were gonna get away with it. I was like, we're gonna it be John, we're gonna to be John Cleese and Faulty Towers. Don't mention do Beth. They did not. They did not have to re-record and put you know Eric's vocals on that one. You know they should have whatever given him a vocal earlier uh, on some other album, '80s album, and then they could have put it on here or something. I don't know. Um, so that that was kind of ridiculous. And then actually, you know, going back to that I'll, on the soundboard thing real quick. I, to me, they're dissing again uh, Eric Eric uh, Carr um, by not having re releasing something from from that. They're trying all these unique variety of lineup stuff. I'm not so interested in it. Um, I I just want something good uh, that. We don't already have or like this new one so i, I would have rather had you know hot in the shade or something you know at least represent eric eric's never been represented eric carr represented live on, on cd or whatever uh for us so I, it needs to be it needs to be done well he has been represented live on cd on the blockbuster bonus cd Ah, yes. Oh, okay. Technically. Or on <laughs> the... What, was, it, what was the Japanese bonus track with him? New York so, Crew. Yep. So. Yeah, but full, a full-out blown release. Oh, that, that's... What, okay, I'm just making you be specific. Off the soundboard. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. I know you're trying to be... Not being obtuse, deliberately. Anyway. Yes, I am. Okay. 
All right. Next subject. All right, Lonnie. Next subject. Throw a topic at us. Um. Could there be a possibility that Eric Singer or Tommy Thayer would leave the band? This farewell tour has been going on for six, seven years now. How long has this farewell tour been going on? I don't. It's hard to remember. 2019. 21 years. years. That was when the farewell uh, tour started. Yeah, you you can say that. But end of the road tour, but to, to be fair, end of the road tour has been going on for three years now. And I know things were shut down in 2020 for a good amount of time. But <laughs> when when those dates were announced yesterday, uh, the re- rescheduled dates were announced yesterday from during May. And so, like, the end of the road tour dates, I'm like, man, they, they should stop calling it. And I think I'd text you guys, too, and I'm like, they shouldn't call it the end of the road tour date. They end of the road tour anymore. They should just call it, like, the never-ending tour or something like that. I mean, they should, they should rename the tour at this point. I mean, the tour that won't end. You know, and, and I guess, you know, as, as long as... I don't know. It's funny because originally the final KISS show was supposed to be July of, of 2021. Obviously, COVID had something to say about that. So we're still going at this point. And there, there's, mul- there's, you know, a multitude of dates in 2022 thus far. And, you know, I, I, I don't know when it ends. And I don't I do. So I guess the, the original question. So the question is, is there a possibility Eric or Tommy would leave the band? You know, do Eric and Tommy just say, you know, I, I have an opportunity. And it's crazy as that may sound to do something else. Or, you know, I, I just can't keep doing this and like. Oh well, Gene and Paul need me, so drop what you're doing for the next two months and do these dates. I'm sure the I'm sure the money's well, the money's great, in it. But at a certain point, you're just like, how much longer are we going to do this? So, is there a possibility they would leave the band and just say, you know what, I'm done? And that's how the last, I mean, the the, the last farewell tour kind of sputtered out with different member with a different member at the end of the farewell tour who, you know, said, you know, I'm done. Could that happen? Could history? repeat itself maybe yeah probably well, I mean, probably not but maybe well i mean look i think that anything is possible uh the one thing that i can see happening more is with eric singer more than tommy thayer now tommy thayer not to what say that tommy he wouldn't thayer? well i mean no i'm saying with tommy thayer could go and do something else but maybe not like a, like as a guitarist don't forget this guy's skilled in many other areas too he's like you know road managed he's done a lot of the business end of stuff too maybe his skills might be you know you know alluring to some other band in another way all right but i but i mean look at eric singer i mean the guy's played with alice cooper he's done a bunch of other stuff of note you know and maybe you know it's maybe he's chomping at the bit too like i mean maybe he's you know maybe he's already at that point where he's thinking about what's next because the end of the road will happen with kiss obviously they are coming to an end and you know if they keep stretching it and stretching it and stretching it will his patience run out maybe but i i, I kind of find that these guys are kind of loyal you know what i mean i think that they'll they'll remain loyal with paul and gene until the end I think they'll make it worth their while to stay in the end, even if they feel like little rumblings of them saying, you know, well, you know, Alice is asking if I can come back or something. You know, I'm sure they'll do something to say, no, no, just, you know, hold out with us until the end and we'll make it worth your while. So I I think that anything is possible, but I I think that, you know, they're going to stay till the end. Cat. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't see them leaving. Uh, I mean, it's they've come what, this far. What's they would Kiss have, without lineup changes, though? Come on. They would have left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, I mean, yeah. <laughs> they would have left. Them, other than if they, if one person got, you know, very sick or something like that and couldn't, uh, you know, hopefully that would never happen. Um, but uh, that's the only way I see it. Um, they're on the final. They're on the final stretch now. Are they? Um, I, well, yeah, I, keep, yeah, I, could, I said that a year ago, too. But uh, I, I think they are. Uh, and I think this will all be done by the end, you know, the end of 
next or this year and uh, or the be- very very beginning. See, you don't even know. January. <laughs> January of 2023. It's going to be over by the end of January 2023. That's my prediction. Or is it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, is it? What's what's the next variation coming? The, Hava- the Havana Green or the Peruvian the uh, Megatron? The real question is: Will will your products that you guys ordered for the New Year's Eve show come before the end of the t- <laughs> oh, Mark, yes. <laughs> yeah, before Kiss ends it? Yeah. yeah. Well, will well, you get receive the, it? My yeah, the real package. The over under. The over under bet is: Will Kiss play their final show, or will Ken get his Dubai package, which happens? Yeah. Or will Magic arrive? <laughs> Or actually, let, let, let's not even be that optimistic. Or will there be a significant update to the status of magic? Still let, working. Let, let's start on, on baby steps here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Could Eric and Tommy leave? Yeah. Come on, it's a job. Yeah. And right now, a lot of employees are rebelling against their bosses. So who's who's to even know? I, I mean. Would it make sense? I don't know. I don't know what their personal situations or lives are. I don't want to know. I hope whatever they do, they do what's right for them, and they're happy doing whatever they're doing. Could they leave? Yeah. Could I die tomorrow? Yeah. I don't worry about it. So would I like to see them to the end of the road? Yeah, if they're happy. You know, I think I, I've seen my final show, so for, for all intents and purposes, I don't care. Um but what, whatever they do, I, I mean, it's got to be right for them. Tommy's recently done Guitar Zeus with uh, mm-hmm. Carmen, wasn't it? Apice. I always get mm. it. A piece, Apice. Vinny's Apice. Yeah. Vinny Apice and Carmine, a piece. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Don't confuse <laughs> old people like us. We're getting old, you know. Um <laughs> So, I mean, he's stretching outside the box in terms of, you know, he's got capabilities, but he's got his own projects. So, you know, what makes him happy? Does he still get off getting up on stage, you know, with Kiss? Do what's right for you. You know, Gina Paul would do what's right for them in a, in a heartbeat. You know, they're, they're no different. All of us are the same. We're going to do what's right for us in whatever our circumstances are at the moment that we're forced to make a decision. So I, I, I frankly don't care. Um, I, I don't have an opinion either way on this. Would I want them to? Would I want them to say? No, I want them to do what's right for them. And that's all that matters. And again, I've seen my, my final show as far as I know. Um, I won't go to the final show, I don't think, uh, if there's even a chance, because it'll be everything I've already said it's going to be. The fakest load of bullshit ever. Um, and that's just the front row. All the posers. Or the oh, rich yeah. people jangle your jewels, you know. It's going to be a, it's going to be a gouge fest as far as scalping. So mm-hmm. I don't want any part of that. I, I that doesn't interest me, and yeah. I, and I don't care if the original four are there. I've seen them them play when they're younger, so <clears throat> does not matter to me. Mm-hmm. All right, who's up next with the topic? I am. Okay, so yeah. I saw this one and i'll read what it says here like this post but i'll tell you why i'm picking this one so the post is bruce kulik to perform a creature fest in nashville now the reason why this one kind of caught my attention was i remember before this post came up there was a post on facebook from Vinny saying that he's has a big announcement he's going to be playing this creature fest thing and it was just him right what's that Vinny who Vinnie Vincent. Oh, okay. Sorry. And and so I was thinking to myself, okay, this is going to be another one of these things again. There's going to be like 20 people at some SIR studio again thing. And he's just naming it that. But then when I looked here later and all these other people started getting announced here, Ace Freely, Bruce Kulik, Quiet Riot, Vixen, John Karabi, Trickster, Pretty Boy Floyd. All of a sudden I was like, oh, wait a minute. Is this actually a legit festival now? number one and number two are we going to finally see like like, actual footage of vinnie vincent playing live i mean this is the thing that kind of just took me by surprise because he's done such a tremendous job in making everybody you know 
not take any footage of him, you know, but yet everybody claims that he's so blisteringly amazing on guitar still. Well, is this going to be our chance to see him finally, you know, put his money where his mouth is? I mean, I'm curious on your guys' reaction to this. I mean, number one, are you would you guys even be remotely interested in seeing this? Number one. And number two, do you think Vinny is going to actually do this? Or do you think it's going to be like an 11th hour <clears throat> bailing out of it? Nah, something came up. I can't do it. I don't care. Respect to Neil uh, putting together a great event. It's obviously got enough other things going for it uh, in case uh, the maestro bails. All, all those other acts are interesting, reliable, and all, and all of that. Um, do I even care if he can play anymore? No, I don't. Four years ago. Isn't it, Lonnie? Atlanta. Four years ago. This was, yeah, it's in my Facebook memories. Yeah, four, four years ago this week, I was texting Lonnie saying, We're Help! Down. When the fireballs came out, help! Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the dinner party of dinner parties. Yeah, that, that was special. <laughs> um, but back to Vinny. You know what? He's had four years to do so many things. He's chosen his path. And he's he's made it clear that, you know, he kind of likes to do these private cultish events. Um, and that's my perception of them. I don't really care what the reality is. If you go to them and you have a great time, more power to you. Um, I'm not there and very little uh, of use comes out of those in terms of reporting. Um, you know, it, if he gets up on stage... Is he just strumming rhythm like that abomination in Miami? Because that's not playing. I could do that. I know yeah. I'm not Vinnie Vincent, but I can do the exact same thing he was doing. My guitar skills are proficient enough to do a lot of the Kiss catalog to that level. Fake my way through it, yeah. And, and in fact, most people who played Guitar Hero can probably do that. Um, mm. and, and yes, I'm being deliberately harsh. So the time has come and gone where I was really interested in what he was promising musically, whether it was in terms of playing, whether it was in terms of two box sets or three box sets or this year, that was 2018. You know, there've been so many (laughs) musical promises. There was going to be the release of those, uh, Carmen demos from 1980, 81, nothing came of it. So, if he if he gets up uh, you know and plays on his own and we could see his fingers on the fretboard so all the gets real guitarists in the audience will know where the where the reality starts and the tape stops then mm-hmm. it would be interesting do i need to see it no Lonnie, take us back to no. atlanta no don't <laughs> please don't If it happens, and, and it, it's sad, it's sad that we have to sit here and have the conversation. That will it happen? Throw throw COVID, throw that throw that up, throw that up aside. Let's for a moment. Let's just say you know, let, let's not throw that variable variable. In. But will it happen? Will this bill, as it is featured, happen? I don't know, and that's a gamble. That's a gamble for for anyone. Like, would it be cool? Absolutely. Bruce Kulik plays by himself. Ace Frehley plays by himself. Vinny Vincent plays by himself. I mean, what what diehard Kiss fan wouldn't like say, "Yeah, sign me up. Sign me up for that. I want that." But the the he- but at the same time, we all had that little hesitation, like. Is really going to happen? Is this too cool to happen? <laughs> is at the eleventh hour? Yeah, well, no. You know, um, changing the rules. So, I'm I'm happy that, and I and I have this conversation with my, with my wife often that I, I'm really happy that I went to Atlanta and I got to meet him and he signed my kiss read, he signed my leg, he signed my box set, and like I had that moment with him. Um, yeah, I found a picture of your leg yesterday. When I was going through my photos, there's Lonnie's <laughs> leg on my camera roll. 
It's so damn big. My buddy makes so much fun of me. Like, I was in the band for 18 months. I don't think I would have him sign me like that big. Anyway. <laughs> you know, I, it, it, it was a gamble going to Atlanta four years ago. Was just, we all had that little thing in the back of our minds up until the point he walked out on stage. Like, is, is this really happening? And Even when point, he was I, in there with Eddie being interviewed, oh, we're oh, all like... Yeah. Is he going to now bail? My wife still talks about that. Let's talk about Atlanta for two seconds here. My wife still talks about that. She was at your table watching your books while you and I and the rest of these guys are, are in this room waiting and waiting and waiting for them to show up. She's just, she was like, I'm, because she's like, I don't need to meet the guy. I don't even need to see the guy. I really don't care. I'm just going to go for the weekend. It's a weekend away. So she's sitting in the room where all the merch was. She's Thank like, you, Becky, by the way. Yeah. Thank you for watching she's my like, table. She's like, I'm just, I'll just sit here and watch Julian's books. I really don't, I really don't care. So one of the, one of the goons who was like hosting Vinny around that weekend comes up to Becky and she goes, and he goes, um, you got to get out of this room. And she goes, what are you talking about? I'm watching my friend's merchandise. He goes, um, no, Eddie and Vinny are coming in this room. You got to go. And she's like, I wouldn't know Eddie or Vinny if they walked in this room right now. So what is it, Matt? And they go, no, you got to go. She's like. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you that. <laughs> but, wow. but it's too, but it's too big. Of a, it's too big of a risk for me at this point in my life. That, do I really want to go to Nashville? Like five hours from me, it's not that far. But do I really want to go down there with the risk of it not happening and be disappointed and being out money because I'm, there's probably be some kind of clause that well you you don't get a refund or something like that. Um, but if it ha- but if it happens, fantastic. I'm all over it. Great. But it's not for me to attend. Can't. Well, this is it here. Um, I don't think Vinny. Well, I don't think Vinny's gonna show up, or he'll cancel before, shortly before. You know, it's gonna happen. Um, I, I think it may still happen. Um, as it is without him. Uh, Hopefully it'll happen, um, and that would be fine. But I don't think. I just don't believe it. You know, he'll be there, and uh, if he if he is, that's will be a good surprise, I guess. Um, but as, as of this time, I, I lump Vinny in with um, Sasquatch. Yeah, Sasquatch, <laughs> Dubai, and Matt. <laughs> They're in their own little box. Well, actually, you know, I don't think it's fair to compare him to Dubai because he has delivered at all those private events that he has hosted. So he's not he's not been selling fiction. Well, the box uh, sets. Yeah. Uh, well, the box sets are the box sets. I don't think there's any way around that he's at this point. That twice. Yeah, I don't I don't think he he's able so. to deliver. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. for, so, for, for whatever I, reason. Yeah. So I, I don't know. So I Bruce Kulick band isn't enough of a. A draw. I, I I think the protection that's going in is enough. Good draw. And yeah. Ace, you know, that should be a good enough draw. Quiet Riot, with no yeah, original band Riot. members. Definitely Quiet. Yeah, yeah. Quiet Riot, the new version or whatever. You know. Pretty you know Boy mean? Floyd, Vixen, Trickster. Kicks? Was was Kicks or Trickster? No. Trickster. Trickster. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's, I think it, I think it will happen. Did you see the meet and greet prices though? Two seventy five, two seventy five, two seventy five. John Krabby, fifty bucks. Like Krabby. Oh, right. Krabby. I don't even care. Yeah. Power so to the music, Krabby. I mean, that's, that's right. So, so cool. All right. So those mean I got it. No, Mark, what do you think? Uh, well, I think when I when I started this, I said that I, I'm just I'm kind of convinced that. He's gonna pull a, you know, pull the parachute in, in the eleventh hour and, and bail. I mean, because yeah. like I said, I think he just feels more comfortable in these, you know, ten to twenty people setups, where he can get everything controlled, make sure nobody has cameras rolling and stuff like that. You know, once it starts getting into venues where there's gonna be hundreds of people there, the control is out the window, and that's where he's gonna start getting all flustered and like, no, no, I don't want to be involved with this, you know. So, but you know, but if that does actually happen. I, I will I will be shocked if anybody even mentions Vinnie Vincent in a live performance setting ever again. I mean, to to, to see him 
involved in something like this now, I think is an absolute miracle. Uh, I mean, if I was a promoter, I would I would make sure that he put down money, like he put a deposit down on him showing. Security bond. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, he's canceled so many things already. I mean, I remember Julian's very angered tone when that one thing you were supposed to go to got completely, you know, blown up at the last minute there. Yes, yeah, Graceland. Yeah. yeah. Graceland. Oh, yeah, exactly. Graceland. So, you know. <laughs> hey, but at least I, I got a pretty poster. Yes. But, but that's the thing. I mean, the, the, it's more than Ken got from Dubai. But, you know, the, the thing is, being involved in this sort of thing, you know, having played some tours with, you know, when I was at Piledrive and stuff like that, that were a little bit more on the mid level circuit, you know, th- these things are not looked upon lightly. If you pull out of a show like that, you know, you have to do a lot of work, you know, PR wise to get anybody to start thinking of you as, you know, a possible act again on their show. You know what I mean? Like you have to really do something. I don't know. You got to send flowers to the guy's wife every week and, you know, do something just to get him back into the books to even talk to these people, because that that's a big thing, you know, to, to pull out on a show like that, especially one that's supposed to be billed as a, some kind of big event. You know, and there's there's a big, you know, there's pretty decent people on there. You know, Bruce Kulick and Ace really alone, I think, would draw people like that as as is, because lots of people were saying on the board that if Bruce did tour, they would go and see it. So now's their chance to actually prove if that's true or not, mm-hmm. you know, and, and show up to it. So I I would probably if it was close to me, then I would probably take a chance on it because I think that Bruce and Ace would be assured to show up. I think that that would be something that you can rest assured on. But if I was going to go there thinking that I'm going to go see Vinnie Vincent, you know, I think that'd be, I would end disappointed, I think. Yes, I think looking at Vinnie as the icing on the cake is probably the smartest way to look at it. But then again, to if you've been on any of the live auction sites, Vinnie's done a lot with Neil, and they clearly have a, a good relationship and a a, a strong one. And Neil knows what he's doing. He's not, you know, some low-level schmuck. He's ex- he's got the experience and uh, the business acumen, and the, he knows the right people to help him in the areas where, you know, any smart person would need to offload some of the work. So, you know, I think from that basis, you know, th- that people can be confident that the event goes on. And I think he's done an insurance policy that you've got the three guitarists of Kiss you know, is a strong selling point at this point. But should some, you know, you know, God forbid, Bruce has an obligation come up, then you still got the two guitarists a kiss. Or if Ace has an obligation come up, you still got the two. So you're really playing majority, uh, you know, in terms of insurance coverage. And same with some of the other acts. You know, these things are organic, especially this far out in this world that we live in. So. You know, for people who are going, I, I think we all want to be optimistic. I've bought tickets to the Graceland thing. Come on. You know, I was optimistic that it would happen. Things came up that meant that it didn't. Did it make me gun shy about committing to doing something else in the future? No. Did the things that, you know, were announced as Vinny's event in the future appeal to me? No, they didn't, frankly. So I haven't gone to any of them. Would I go to them? I don't know. You know, again, as he's done over the past couple of years, those events really hold no interest to me because of the secrecy required for them. Um, And that just doesn't, you know, when Vinny walked out on that stage in Atlanta, sat down with a guitar, I've seen him play. I've heard him sing and play. Robert Fleischman sat down with him and sang a little. And that moment is really something that can never be recaptured. Even where you just strap on a fluorescent pink guitar and go nuts on it. Does that hold much appeal to me now? I've listened to very little Vinnie Vincent music since then. It was almost Hmm. like... I used to listen to Guitars from Hell a lot. I really dug it. I don't listen to much Vinny at all now. 
I've unloaded most of my stuff because I'm just unloading everything. Anyway, um, but I haven't gone back and listened to him. I still listen to Peter Chris's stuff all the time. I still listen to Paul's stuff all the time, Gene's stuff quite frequently. You know, I'm still digesting the vault to a certain extent. But Vinny, after that moment where he did sit down and play acoustic and sing for us in Atlanta, that was a cool moment to be a part of. And and maybe that was all I needed from him to see that he was vertical with a pulse, still could, you know, sing, could play a bit. And that's all I needed. So if you're going, I hope you have a blast. Yeah, I don't think we need any other further questions. I'm all like melancholy now. <laughs> and, anyway, and, and anyway, my chicken's about to come out of the oven in one minute, so let's leave that there uh, for this week. That's that's a bunch of randomish topics. You know, what are your take on each one of those? And if you didn't manage to chime in on Virginia Beach, well, two of our guys did today with their opinions. So, you know, let us know what you think about that. I think we'll have to do a Dubai recap at some point as well. Uh, <laughs> Which, which piece of Dubai <laughs> merchandise do you most regret not receiving? <laughs> oh, there, there's yeah. a poll for the FAQ. Or, you know, which I think it's the do? vinyl that you did not receive, Julian. Which it's magical the, piece of merchandise? The, the, vinyl, the vinyl is all I wanted. That was but, the, limit, really the, the limited cool thing on, on that package that you got. Yeah. It, it was the vinyl. You know, I, the, the, the name in the credits was irrelevant. It was the vinyl since it was going to be so limited. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk about this and my wife's so happy that I did not purchase anything from that. Yeah. <laughs> Regrets, I've had a few, but never so many as expensive mm. as Dubai. But there, there you yeah. go. All right. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. And uh, from now, from Mark, Lonnie, Ken and myself, thanks. We'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.